What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 242 Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and I am joined again today by our college ministry associate, still official. Still official. Welcome, Ryan Williams. Thanks. Thanks for having me once again. You're something right. You're welcome. You're welcome for being here. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I'm letting you be not only be in my presence, but also be on the podcast. Gosh, I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah. Well, don't don't let the cat out of the bag yet. <laughs> you know, I, I said that because we're in the middle of the series of episodes here on the Leadership Podcast, and we're talking about a gospel-centered community. And so we did an intro a couple episodes ago, and then the last episode we talked about how a gospel community is nurturing. And today, Ryan. We're talking about how gospel community is honest, and sometimes honest. you just need to be honest with people around you. It is true. It is true. You know, I honestly feel like this is one of the hardest topics as a leader, to be completely fair. I feel like this is one that is not even just as leaders, but as Christians. Like, we, there's so much that we try to try to hide from each other, and I love how he breaks it down in this chapter. He's got some really, really great one-liners and, and quotes, so... Figure we just jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sweet. Yeah. So this idea of honesty is not just it really has nothing to do with uh what I just pretended to do with you and like telling people how you feel and like being honest with them. Right. It's more about what would it look like for us to be honest with the people around us about mm-hmm. who we are, about how we are, about what's going on in our life. Right. And why in a Christian bubble community right. that is so often very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I, you know, I think, I, like I said, to start this thing off, I, I for sure am one that that struggles with this often. Like there, there always seems to be, and especially amongst the people around me, there always seems to be this barrier that wants to build itself up in my heart, in my in my mind, and it's like there's it shouldn't because the reality is is that. So often, whenever I go to share these things with people that I'm struggling with, whether that's sin, whether that's um, pride, you know, just certain certain avenues that can just lead me astray from from being able to minister to the best capacity I possibly can, other people are struggling with as well. Yeah. And because of that, as a result of that, me holding that in is almost like, why? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because it's like these people, we can we can f- go life on life together and f- tackle and fight this yep. struggle that we're battling. So, you know, I love what he said. He said a church or ministry leadership community simply cannot do its work if leaders are silenced because they are afraid of what others will think of them. Yeah. Man, silence, silence on those things can steal the joy that, that it can come as a result. And I 100% know, know the result of that uh, because I have stayed silent on, on things in my past that because of me opening up later on, there's so much relief that comes from yeah. it, right? Like there's so much freedom that can come as a result of that. So I think I think it's so necessary um, to look at that in a leadership group context. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think there's, there's so many different things at play here. Like you just talked about how we're actually robbing ourselves and the people around us of gospel community, right? Because there are things that we could relate on with each other. There are things that we could commiserate with each other. It's mm-hmm. like, man, I've walked through that. I've experienced right. that. I had no idea you were dealing with that. And until you open up and are honest about it, mm-hmm. we can't walk on that path together. But at the same time, so often we choose not to open up because we're afraid of what other people will right. think. And then he says at the bottom of that same page, he says, 
There is sin in every church and ministry leadership community because sin resides in the heart of every leader. So either we're denying our sin to ourselves and hiding it from others, or we're admitting its presence to ourselves and confessing it to others. Like one of those two things has to be happening. But if the acceptance and respect of fellow leaders or the most powerful leader in the room becomes more important to us than honesty within ourselves before God and in relation to one another, we give room for sin to germinate, grow, and take control. Another word for honesty that could be replaced in really this idea of what he's talking about is transparency, authenticity. It's like truly opening up about who you are and what's going on in your life because, and we've talked about this in this ministry for years, like when we bring those things into the light, they lose their power. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, we we hold on to these things that we want to shadow, we want to bring into the dark. But that's the thing, the transparency aspect of it. It's like, why? Like, what's the purpose? Because if we could just put aside that and and accept the idea knowing that, like you said, we are all sinners. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the first step in identifying yourself as a Christian is that you have sin in your life. You are a sinner. And because of that, you need a Savior. If we can't think about the first step in that process, then we're, we're missing, we're missing our own story, right? We're missing the whole reason why we came to know Jesus. And it's because we recognize that there's sin. So why yeah. don't we accept that? Why don't we bring others in and fight together in a community aspect? Absolutely. And so where does the gospel play itself out in this idea of honesty within a gospel community? Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think without a doubt, when you, when you think about the gospel, the gospel is is obviously a redemptive message. It is a redemption that God saw in us and saying that we're suffering. We're, we're in the midst of suffering. We're in the midst of pain, and we have no hope. And because of that, he sent his own son to yeah. redeem us from that. He wanted the communion. He wanted us to be united with him. He wanted to build the bridge that separated us from him and using his son to die on a cross um, for that payment for us. And so as a result of that, that that's the same way community should be used. We we should be willing to to bear each other's burdens. We should be willing to extend a hand yeah. to offer out grace to one another first and foremost, but also to bring each other towards the Lord, to bring each other towards God through that and give each other the perspective that's needed to to walk in step, to walk in step with the Lord, to find what the true message is and the true meaning is behind how we can get away from our sin. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And yep. I think as we close this out, the idea that he leaves us with, and this is a reminder, he sets up this idea of honesty by reminding us, hey, every leadership community has sin because at the heart of every leader, you are a sinner. Right. And then he reminds us at the end, because he's talked about the gospel, he's reminded us of God's goodness. And then he says this, nothing can be known, revealed, exposed, or confessed about us that hasn't already mm-hmm. been covered by the life sacrifice and victory of Jesus. So true. Essentially, why wouldn't you be honest? Right. Yeah. The reason you wouldn't be honest is because of pride, Mm -hmm. because of fear. Right. And so what can we do? And this is the question I want to leave you with as a leadership community. What can we do to foster honesty, to foster safety so that people feel like they can bring their weaknesses, their struggles, their sin Mm. to the group, and they're not going to be judged they're going to be loved and embraced and then encouraged and challenged on how to move forward in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we would love to hear that from everybody that's listening to this today. But one last thing, you know, as I'm 
starting to look through this, I, I think this last point that he makes here at the end says something to be really true about how we can develop this thought. Mm-hmm. And it says, one of the sure signs of a spiritually healthy leadership community is the degree to which heartfelt, humble, honest confession is not only possible, but a regular ingredient of the life and work yep. of that community. Yep. So to add to that, how can we get to that point? What do we need to do as a group to get to that point? We'd love to hear your options. We'd love to hear your opinions on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the 242 Leadership Podcast. We'll be back with the next episode in this series on gospel community, and it is that a gospel community is humble. Ooh, yeah. Come back for that. See you next time.